Thanks for listening to Faith in the Fast Life. I'm Nick Orta. I'm your host. On this show, we look to break down the stereotypes of what the Christian looks like to the world by receiving testimony of action sports athletes and other athletes and just individuals across the world. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and fastlifeministries.com to give. Hope you enjoy this episode. All right. Well, good morning, Faith and the Fast Life listeners. We're so excited today to have Jake Kinney with us um, through some some studio difficulties that we're struggling with a little bit this morning. But we got the Zoom call going. I can see his face. I I hope he can see mine. And we're we're listening here. And man, we're just we're just stoked to have you here. Like, what a great. Uh, we just love how God keeps opening up doors to bring new people in. You know, you and I have never met in person. This is the first time I've seen you face to face through a video screen, which is becoming the norm nowadays for most people so um but just welcome man we're so glad to have you here yeah thank you i uh i'm pumped to be here stoked to uh chat with you and and seriously it's crazy right small world mutual friends and and here we are you and i talking for the first time yep and and to get to do it on the podcast and just share uh the gospel like i think that's on both of our hearts big time from what i understand and and following you and looking into the social media profiles and different things it sounds like it's something big on your heart and we're pumped about that. So tell us a little bit about you. Obviously, I mean, professional mountain biking. I know you ride some dirt bikes. Sounds like pretty much anything that's outdoors you're kind of into. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah. Um, man, it's it's cool. Yeah. So I would say starting in the beginning, you know, I grew up in Southern California, San Diego. And kind of your textbook, San Diego kid. My dad owned a surf shop um, for 40 years down in Pacific Beach. So that's where I was raised in that area. And we grew up surfing, skateboarding. Um, we rode, uh, my dad raced uh, motocross uh, growing up and then um, we did some mountain biking. And then we all kind of transitioned into mountain biking, my family and I, and we, we rode mountain bikes for a long time. And uh, throughout throughout my life, you know, action sports has been a big, uh, big part of it. Um, we were a church raised family growing up in Southern California, which was cool, but, uh, the same time you know my personal story which we'll get into i uh i really came to know christ more when i was you know my early 20s um but uh and now here we are uh it's cool i'm 34 i work i'm a brand manager sports brand manager for woodward which is a great company to to work for i get to be involved with kids and action sports i've had a career as a professional mountain biker getting to travel and uh snowboard skate ride motocross still get to do it all uh right now and i mean at the end of the day, it's for his glory, uh, but it's so cool just knowing that I've always had a heart for action sports and others in action sports, and uh, I still get to do that. Yeah, that's incredible, man. So a surf shop in Southern California for 40 years. So we have a, a similar background. We, I grew up in family business as well, and we still do that. Um, obviously, I never went pro in anything, so professional talker on microphone at this point. And just talker in general, I guess. I sell a lot of stuff for a living, so I'm a professional talker gonna be my new moniker for right now but uh man so just so great to have you and to and to hear the story so um tell us more about the childhood you said you you grew up in church um mm-hmm. but you kind of strayed away so what did that look like when you were a kid i mean was it was it church yeah. on the go was it you know every sunday or you guys were at the motocross track or something like that and it was um you know it was it was actually it was church church every sunday you know um if we were gone at an event um, you know, we, we would still go, but priority was, was church on a Sunday. Um, my parents were really, uh, really amazing in the, in the way they raised us up in the fact that like, 
we go to church, we learned, you know, we did, um, you know, Sunday school up in a youth group. My dad helped work at the local, uh, he did like the youth group on Wednesday nights when we go to that. And then we were really involved with the church all through from when I was born to, you know, when I left the house, you know, so church was a, was a priority. Um, family was a priority in our family, you know, praying at dinner, um, everything. And the cool part was, was there was, there was times where I'll always remember this. I was like, um, probably about 12 or yeah, 12 or 13. And, you know, you try to sleep in on a Sunday morning <laughs> and, uh, and I never, you know, I never had anything against church, um, but I just didn't want to go some mornings. So it's funny. Cause I remember like that my parents would come in and be like, all right, Jake, like in 10 minutes, you got to get ready. And I'd be like, all right. And I'm in there laying in bed thinking, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they'll come back and see me asleep and then they'll just let me sleep. <laughs> no parents gonna leave their kid home you know i'm a dad now so i get this it's not happening yeah. but but in my in my mind i thought that was gonna happen and and you know what it's um it's cool because they never they never forced it they never got you know like i don't want to use word they, they never got demanding about it but they just kept encouraging like no this is what we're doing this is where we're going um, you know, we would talk about it throughout the week and I'd always go, there wasn't one time they ever let me like sleep in and I got to stay home. That just, that didn't know that didn't happen. And I tried multiple times, you know? Um, and it was cool. Cause yeah, so through that, through that time, you know, just getting involved with, um, with going to church and having that as our, as our regular routine and it being part of our family, not just a routine, not just like, Hey, we did this on Sunday. Cool. Peace. We'll see you next Sunday. Like church, youth group um music same thing like you know jumping into this like my dad like you know my dad and mom were super big and we're in our walk like we listened to a lot of like hardcore growing up my dad took us to like my, my first living sacrifice pod niv show um and we got to listen to a lot of music like that got involved with a band like like with dogwood like some good like christian punk rock in a sense and yeah. you know we had listened to some secular stuff out there but they had always uh, encouraged us in in our walk and um into really like listening to to faith-filled music and taking it far beyond just the Sunday and the routine of a Southern California Christian family. But, yeah. you know, which was cool too, is also on Sundays, you know, we always dedicated the day to go do stuff as a family. So even after church, I mean, it was in Pacific Beach when I was growing up, you know, we'd go surf after or, or go for a bike ride or hang out, um, maybe take us to the skate park. You know, there's something we always did. We always did stuff as a family. And then, um, growing up um if we're you know kind of just keeping this conversation going into my walk in a sense you know as 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 we grew up you you know in high school uh, same thing just you have your friends and you're going to church or your youth group and then um you know you you really defined then in, in school for me was like who your friends are you know that the famous that kind of that saying like yeah. who are your who truly are your friends and uh you know i had friends that would go to church with us i were solid friends that didn't care to go to church, but, um, maybe went and wasn't their thing. Like, that's cool. But we, you know, we had our, a group of kids that I hung out with in high school, but still stayed going to church and uh, everything through high school. And it was when I graduated high school, when I actually became a pro mountain biker, like on the mountain bike tour. And then at the same time, that's really when my walk with, um, with Christ started, I'd say more intimately, okay. you know, I always had one growing up. Um, I always thought it was cool that there was Christian athletes out there. I didn't really dive too much into them. I met some, knew about some, but um, knew a couple of Christian ministries in action sports, not many. But it wasn't until I graduated high school that that whole world of 
uh, Christian act, action sports ministries, athletes uh, kind of opened up as I was becoming one in that, in that scene. Yeah. So throughout high school and everything, have you been mountain biking and doing all that stuff? I mean, obviously you had to have a skill set so that you could graduate and go pro, right? I mean, when did, when did that all kind of kick off for you? Um, really, you know, this is cool. So I'd say really it was like my junior year. So I have a younger brother who's 18 months younger than me. And, um, I used to get so jealous of him sometimes cause dude, he's so good at whatever he does. Yeah. And, and like, like I love music. I don't know how to play any music. He plays killer music, you know, like, so mm-hmm. growing up, like I kind of, I didn't live in the backlight, but he got into mountain biking. Like we raced motocross when we were younger, surf skate, and he never really, like he liked all those, but then all of a sudden mountain biking, he got really good at and got picked up by a very popular uh, mountain bike brand specialized was on like a junior development team, road to the Olympics type of gig. Yeah. So there was a big emphasis for a, a while in our family on, on, okay, mountain biking. This is, this is what we're doing. We still skated and surfed, but there was like mountain bike races, what, what we were going to, that's what we were following. So I would just go with them. And that was like kind of my ninth, 10th grade year going with them to the races. And I kind of had a niche for it. I liked it, but he did like cross country and I just wasn't down to pedal. <laughs> to be honest, I, wanted, I wanted to go down the hills, not up the hills. Feel, and, uh, yeah. so where I'm going with that was I saw that, uh, you know, he was doing really well in the sport and it kind of encouraged me into wanting to do more with mountain biking. So as he was racing, I was racing. And then we kind of realized my junior year um you know that i had a niche for the racing and, and doing really well in, in mountain bike racing and then mountain bike freestyle with like doing tricks and everything and yeah. and from junior year and the senior year he actually kind of faded out um you know just it happens with the sport you go so hard so quick sometimes you you kind of get burnt out on it and he just wanted to surf more and be a younger kid in southern california and not train every day and but then i wanted to ride more so i spent more focus on that so in our family's realm we stayed very busy with still having, you know, a priority sport while engaging in, in other sports. And yeah, by the time I graduated high school, I was going to uh, go to a junior college locally, um, just, you know, just to kind of get that ball rolling and see what we wanted to do. Was kind of unsure, wanted to do something either with um, physical therapy or business, but dude, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I did like every kid going to a junior college, like, yeah, sure, yeah. let's try. And uh, And it was about one semester in, I was like, dude, this is not for me. Talk to my parents. And I was like, look, like, I want to try to make it. I want to try to do something with riding and I want to be involved in action sports. And, uh, they supported me. They said, look, you know, cool, get a job. Like, like, you know, put forth that work and also like, and take, take forth the work and, and trying hard and riding and let's, let's see where it goes. And, and yeah, I've gotten to, uh, be involved in action sports and, and work in action sports and had a career in it for a bit. Yeah, what an awesome blessing. So with that, so now you've graduated high school, you've been out for about a year, you tried junior college and you're committed, you're going pro, you're, you're going to go this goal that you have to be a professional mountain biker, like you're going for it. And so with what you're telling us earlier, this kind of ties us in with now you're finding your personal walk with Jesus, right? Does that all kind of come together about the same time? It did. It came together within, um, I'd say within the two years of that time, for sure. You know, like 18 to 20 years old. Um, where it really came in was, you know, I would, I would, I'm a Christian. I would say I'm a Christian. You know, I believed in God, but never really was like bold about it. Never, 
never really spoke out to it past my court, my group of friends, never really got involved in the realm of um, wanting to do more about being a Christian in writing compared to like wanting to better myself in writing. Um, so there's two key moments that were very, uh, like I'll always remember. And I, and that's really what, what came into my walk. And one, one was, it was my second year of traveling, which my parents, again, um, they really trusted the friends that I traveled with. Cause there was times where they couldn't take me to the race or, you know, I'm older and they have their life that they're doing. So I started traveling to races in the U S and started lightly traveling internationally. And they knew everyone I was traveling with, but this, this is my first time, like going to races really without them. And, you know, when you have involved parents in a sport, they want to be there for as long as they can. And um, we were coming back from a race in New Mexico and there was about um, six of us and we were driving through and they, uh, they had at the time wanted to go to um, a strip club and, and, and eat, you know? And I was like, Oh man, I'm going to stop you right there. I mean, that sounds absolutely terrible to me. Like I used to live in that world, but I can't imagine a strip club has good food. I never, yeah. I never ate there. <laughs> yeah, and it was interesting. And what it was, it was one of those ones where the defining moment of like, you know, these were guys that like I traveled with before and um, we had some friends from international in town and, you know, just they, uh, it was just one of those, they're talking about it in the car and they're like, hey, let's, we should do this. And, you know, when majority of the, the truck full of people are like, yeah, let's do that. Um, I really felt it on me like, and it was, you know, and it was different because at that time I, I wasn't even old enough really to get, to go in the strip club, you know? So, but it still was on my heart. I'm like, this not vibing with that scene or, or like even the fact that getting involved with that conversation right. and a couple of ones that are in the car from we're out, we're out from the, a different um, country and you can do a lot of things differently when you're younger in other countries, you know? So they had mentioned like, Hey Jake, you going to come and, I kind of like, I felt like everything froze in that moment because I could have really written off some, some excuse, or I had the opportunity to say, Hey, that's not my lifestyle. Like, that's not the way I walk with my faith. And I like took the, it, it's crazy. Like I'm trying to re-explain this, but I felt like the moment happened like this, but I felt like it took a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that that was a time to be bold. And if, if I spoke my truth about it, these guys were either going to make fun of me and I was cool with that, not be my friends anymore from a writing perspective and then move on. But I still needed a ride home from the event. <laughs> and, uh, and you know what, I, I spoke my truth um, that with my faith. And this is this just on the levels of so many ways that that's wrong. And that's not what I'm for and what I'm going to put myself involved. The simple answer from them was okay, cool, man. And they were cool about it. And from that moment, I had like a big like weight off my shoulders in the realm of like, okay, I can be more bold, like, these guys that I, I'm with, I, like, they respect me on a different level now. Um, and uh, ironically, the strip club, they went to one. It was closed. I was just going to eat in the car. Right. <laughs> you know, I was going to find whatever was near eat in the car. Well, it was closed. And the craziest thing was on our drive home that night, they ran out of gas. And then um, running out of gas, we were on the side of the freeway for a while. When AAA came, they brought the raw, they brought regular gas, not diesel for the trucks. We were stuck on the road for even longer. And I remember we were riding on the highway, middle of the highway. And, uh, we started talking and then they started asking me more about my faith or, oh, you know, being a Christian awesome. and riding. So it was crazy. And then we got back, it was like the longest trip back from New Mexico, but I swear it's like we drove across the country. And, um, 
So that was one of the first moments. And, and even from that moment on, I had always talked about those guys. And I just felt better that like, I felt a little more free in, mm. in the realm of what was I hiding. And I looking back at it now, I was hiding the fact that I just wasn't being bold and proclaiming his, his name in the sport. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I'm talented, but the talent didn't come out of, it didn't come out of thin air. It's like, I was blessed with the talent to be on the tour, to race with these guys, to do what we do. Yep. So that was the first moment. And then the second one was from that year to the next, I had a really good season. I had some really good sponsors and I was just really high on the fact like riding was going great. Yep. And I was riding with a close friend of mine at a local spot in San Diego and telling them, I'm like, Oh dude, the season's been great. You know, other people are, are there when they, when they follow you, they want to ask like, Oh, what are you up to? Where are you going? Like, you know, so you're just having like a conversation. Like my buddy was engaged with me in the realm of like asking me just what's up. And then, I'm telling them everything what's going on, where I'm going to race soon, how things are going, what sponsors are involved for next season. And then he said to me, he's like, dude, that sounds rad, but where's, where's God on, on that platform? You know, it sounds like you got this pyramid and your goal, but where, where, where's God placed in that? You haven't mentioned him once. And I'm like, Oh, boom. Right. Know, like, Slap in the face. Back to reality. And, and that right there was the moment where, um, that and, and that dude was in my wedding he's he's one of my good good friends so shout out to jock you know i'm sure you'll end up listening to this but like that's the one that like changed the path that that conversation had some dirt jumps in this canyon right isn't it cool how like god will use that one person to kind of to speak to you so i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt you for a minute and i want to go back to the road trip just for the listeners to so a lot of a lot of what fast life ministries is about you know i lived in the world for so long and had this distorted view of what Christians look like. You know, the world I lived in was action sports, whether it's BMX, mountain bikes, motorcycles, wakeboarding, surfing, whatever it was. Like we were going fast. Like that's all there was to it. So I think there's a lot of people that are still out there. And the fact that you talk about being bold, um, I, I think it's huge. I just talked to a young man yesterday who's going to be joining us here on the podcast soon. He's uh, He races uh, uh, like an enduro type motocross, uh, professionally good good kid get talking to him and I was super pumped that he was he was honest with me you know some somebody else recommended him I talked to him and he's like you know I'm a I'm a believer and I've grown up a believer but he was he was honest and telling me that I don't read my bible daily I don't get involved daily I don't do this this and this and I'm like man like what a great opportunity like first of all you're honest with me and I love that you're honest with me but that's kind of kind of where you were in this professional career like you're a believer, and maybe you're reading the Bible more often or whatever else, but I love the fact that, first of all, you're, you're coming up on a strip club. The guys are going to go in and eat, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say 99.9% .9 of every other man, follower of Christ or not, is probably going to succumb to the peer pressure, and it's going to end up inside that strip club eating food. And you felt convicted. And I like to talk about the fact that when people are convicted, it's a lot of times it's the Holy Spirit that's kind of sitting there. Remember the old cartoons where there's the angel and the devil on your shoulders, right? And the devil's saying, just do it, just do it. And the angel's going, no, no, it's a bad idea. That To me, that's real. That really happens. And in that moment, that conviction, God paused things for you and, and, and gave you a look. It was a split second that you said, nope, that's not me. But in your mind, there was this whole time to just say, you know what? That's not who I am. And you stepped out in faith. You let go and let God control the situation rather than trying to go by your own will 
I think that's huge. I want the listeners to capture that and take that home that in that moment, those moments are going to happen in your life. So whether it's a young man listening to this that that is just completely pumped to listen to Jake Kenny be on here because he's, he's up and coming in his mountain bike career. Maybe he's one of your kids from Woodward or whatever it is. Guys, you're going to come across those moments constantly in your life. Even when you're older, you know, 40 years old now, you know, follower, you know, deacon of the church, all the different things that I do. And there are still moments in the world I live in where I have to say, wait a minute, that's not the right way to go. And I spent 35 years of that completely not listening to that voice. Um, and the last five cents starting to to be obedient to it. So just a profound moment. I think that's huge that as a young man with a bunch of peers, a bunch of guys you looked up to, the fact that you were able to stand strong and, and be who you are. I think there's so many more people out there in these industries that we're in, the Saxon Sports Industries, that can be like that. And I encourage every one of these listeners, if you're a professional, if you're an amateur, whatever it is, whatever sport you're doing, I encourage you to be bold. I, I hope that somebody can hear this today and be bold the way Jake was back in that moment. So sorry for, I, I go on rants once in a while. It just happens on here. So continue your story, brother. No, and I love the rant. You know, just to, let's just keep touching base on that real quick. Another, another moment is you don't know in your walk and in your life when those, when those bold moments are really going to like need to take place. Cause there's going to be multiple ones. Like, you know, I could say like in my lifetime, I've had, a lot of moments now where you get to be bold or you get to talk about it, but it's those ones where you're really like when you're baptized in faith and you're accepting Christ and then you're proclaiming Christ And those moments are those ones that are going to like, you'll remember forever. And you'll also kind of get a self like check in, in future moments. If if you're going to be put in the same situation, you're going to be encouraged by the outcome of what you were uh, proclaiming and being bold in the beginning. And it's cool. And um, so, yeah, so like, like I said, you know, in, in the story, as we, as we keep walking through, it's, you know, two major points are the ones that stuck out for me because those are the two that really, I think, truly brought me in un, under, under the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, and, and as that's where, you know, growing up, like just to jump back to high school, I didn't really fall in line with any of the classic high school items of, you know, drinking, drugs, uh, partying. Um, anything like that. Um, so for me to say like my first bold moment or my, you know, having to do it at, you know, tw- like 19 turning 20, like I, I was a little, uh, that was my first one. And, but it's cool. Cause it's set the path um, for, for what's to come in the world right now, but at the same time in like any situation to come back. But remember this, you know, that happened when, when I was 19, 20 and about 22 is when I had the conversation with my, 21 when I was, had the conversation with my buddy. So there's still a year in between, you know, you can, so, um, and, and as we move on daily, you know, you're going to have those moments. So yeah, going back to that conversation at the dirt jumps with my buddy from that moment, it was awesome because, you know, we had that, I had the understanding. I'm like, look, okay, you know, I'm, I'm blessed with the talent. Um, you know, I want to do it for his glory and right now. And and at that moment in action sports and mountain biking, again, there was, there was not a big outlet for athletes. There wasn't these, there was no podcast like this. There was no other show up to an event and you'd see a Christian clothing company or, and even, even a cool one, 
like you know and like like you know people put something on their shirt and they don't even know what it is but if it looks cool people will wear it like right. it, it's crazy what we'll what we'll wear and what we'll do just from an image right mm-hmm. and um so throughout my racing in that time like another four year span um i just i just did the best that i could to be the uh, um man of god in, in in that writing but i was learning growing um i was in a relationship at the time and from what i thought was a healthy relationship but truly it wasn't um in in ways of just not being pure you know and again falling falling back short and just struggling with those items and we're like okay like you know i just need that come back come back to jesus moment right. um and and they would they would happen when they when they when you wouldn't expect them but staying you know committing to having a good group of friends that are in the word with you you know your if your family is being involved with them and surrounding yourself by those individuals are are your army are your are the ones that are going to build you up when you're down the ones that are going to walk with you in those moments and then make it 10 times easier to just proclaim the word to everybody else and be who you are in Christ in what you're doing um and then another great you know this one's part of my testimony as I was moving on so let's just you know, from 21 to about 24, 25, I uh, had a really good career um, in, in that. I got to travel a lot, ride, meet some great people, still friends with them, got to do some really cool things. And then I was, uh, got in, here's the best part, as a professional in action sports, let me jump to this. I still also worked part-time as a, as a cabinet. I, I did cabinetry. I always mm-hmm. loved woodworking, but uh, the term professional is because that's the class I entered in. It's right. You know, um, which is a, a lot of people that. don't understand that. Like a, a lot of people, you know, kids, yeah. especially. So for listeners out there, like you think about, you know, obviously I've been really close to the wake industry for, for a long time. And a lot of guys think that these, you know, these top professional athletes are getting a free boat every year. And, and, and there are a handful of them, but yeah. the majority of them are working a full-time job to make ends meet so that they could be on this tour and be able to do those things. And that's, across the board with mountain bike, skateboarding, you know, BMX, all, all these different sports. So that's, that's huge for the listeners to understand as well. You're professional. I love the way you put that. You're professional because that's the class you entered, not because you get to do it for pro- profession and make so much money doing it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it totally, there was a moment where, yeah, you want to be those guys that are, that are getting that because every sport has that top, percent in mountain biking is a very small percent that was up top but that's your goal i mean you're competing against them so you want to do the best to you know win but also like you know like see how far you can take it and make it and um working hard was something that was always in our family and and uh, i had the opportunity i had a, a friend who had a really cool uh, cabinetry business i loved woodworking in high school it took like wood shop two times every year loved it so um it was a great opportunity. Again, another just blessing to imagine showing up to a work and being like, Hey, here's my race schedule. Here's my event schedule. And I'll just work when I'm not doing that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a pretty rad gig. You don't really get that option, but I had that opportunity, yeah. you know, and that it was uh, so cool, but there was this season in, in life and you'll hear, um, I'm sure you we've all talked about seasons or any of the listeners have heard like, Oh, what is it? Whenever a Christian talks about a season in life and there's this season I feel in your life where your vision, your life, what the Lord has planned for you really comes um, to fruition. And um, 
it can be through a hardship. It could be through being at the lowest of low and, and coming to the light, or it can just happen. And, and I was going through a season, honestly, where I was really trying to get better at my riding, but I wasn't. And I was struggling because I was super mad that, oh, not mad is the term. I was just defeated that I was still able to skateboard, snowboard, maybe, you know, ride motocross, do all these other sports, but I wanted to be better at mountain biking. Cause I kept landing in the same position, same position year over year. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I should be stoked that like the fact that I can compete at a mountain bike level professionally, hang in the water, surfing, skating, getting to do all these things. Like that's a pretty awesome blessing and talent, but I didn't realize that till way later, but I was struggling. Cause I was like, Oh, I just want to, I'd rather not do any of those sports so I could take whatever talent was there. Let me get it in the biking so I can be better. That's all of it. There was a lot of I, myself, and, yep. and me in those moments, right? I was kind of struggling in that. And um, also the type of racing that I did had left the World Cup scene. And if something leaves a World Cup, then obviously nationally it's going to get kind of broken down and not as not as popular. And so I focused on one other style of riding, which was more towards the freestyle. And I would go up to Woodward and um, I would uh, – I would train up at Woodward. Um, it's in Tatchby, so it's just still Southern California, four hours from San Diego. And I visited there a couple times as a mountain biker. They didn't have a mountain bike program or anything. And um, so it was really cool to get to go up there. And then this was the the season, like the moment where I was working. And uh, it's I remember it so vivid. Dude, I was building a cabinet on a Thursday. I was going to Woodward on Friday to train for the weekend. And uh, I was like, oh, man, how cool would it be just thinking, you know, building, hammering away, building a cabinet. Um, how cool would it be to work for Woodward and then get to be involved in all the sports I like and get to, like, hang with kids? Because I always had a niche for coaching, too. Like, even at an event, I wanted to help other racers or riders, like, better them. Like, oh, dude, that, that looked good. But, but, hey, maybe try this. Even if I couldn't do the trick, I'd walk them through them and, like, their trick. Cause I could see the process and I'm like, wait, I can't do that. But then they like land it perfect. And, but like that enjoyment in that moment, you know, I love right. sharing that. So I always had a niche for coaching and communicating and talking kind of like you, man, I love to talk. And um, so I'm, I'm hammering away. And then I'm on this, like, again, one of these highs where I'm like, Oh, that would be so sick. Like I would, I would work for Woodward. I would leave San Diego. What if I lived at Woodward, you know? And, uh, and I even had a girlfriend at the time. I'm like, well, cool. like maybe, I don't know, like, would she come? Would not? I don't I, I, It's fine. I, I just want to be there. Like, I, I got on this, like, like, I would change my whole life for Woodward. And it's like, whoa, okay, back to reality. Like, if you're willing to give up everything for this brand, that's what we need to do for, for Jesus first, you know? But mm -hmm. I stopped and I prayed. And I remember praying and I was like, Lord, like, if you want me to do something with Woodward or you feel in my career from this point on, like, I can do something within action sports and, and youth, like let it be known this weekend. So I like kind of get off this, this high of thinking, like I can make this happen, but, but your will be done in making this happen. And, um, so I like, then I went back to just working cause I was like, dude, I was going South in my mind in a good way, but like way getting myself way too excited and excited and built up. And, um, so I went out to Woodward that weekend and it was a Saturday afternoon, Friday, we were riding Saturday afternoon. I was riding the dirt jumps and the uh, general manager and assistant general manager at the time walked out to the jumps and was like, Hey, we know you come on mountain bikes and there's more mountain bikers coming to Woodward. Um, 
we're interested in maybe starting a mountain bike program here. Um, and I'm like, what? And I'm riding the dirt jumps with my shirt off, like not the best interview, <laughs> probably, like, you know, um, and, uh, and yeah, I just, I remember it. Like, I love thinking back on it now, like, as I'm explaining it to you, like, it's just so vivid. And, um, and I was like, just blown away. I'm like, yeah, no, everything sounds great. What's the next step? And <laughs> they said like, well, we're, we're writing the job up. Um, cause it's something we're interested in, but we'll send you an email and then you got to apply. And this would have been like the actual first job I ever applied to because so what year was this? Um, 2010. Okay. So, so yeah, right about five years I had like, you know, 2005, I graduated high school from pretty much five to 10 full pole racing, freestyle mountain bike tour, the whole thing. Um, SoCal lifestyle of the sports and 2010 and uh i came home um waited got got the email applied looked at him like oh this is rad she then met with my dad showed him got his advice and uh, he's like dude this sounds pretty awesome but like any applicant pool i didn't i didn't have any job references because they needed to put some past job references so i put a couple of the sponsors I, <laughs> that i was sponsored by as my my work reference and um and I was like, okay, sweet. And then I had other kind of reality. I'm like, whoa, what if like I get this job and I stop doing the sports, the things that I said I would stop doing because I would have to stop competing as much. I'd have to slow this fast life that we were living yeah. down. And uh, and I accepted it right there. I was like, okay, sweet. You know, again, same thing. If I was bold back in the day with my friends about my faith, then in my riding wise i was like the brands if they want to support me cool if they don't all good because this is what i want to do this is where like the lord answered this prayer he put this before me this is what i'm going to honor so i applied and it, let me tell you it was like the longest four months of knowing if the job was going to happen or not couple interviews all in all um i i landed the position and i uh praise the lord and i went up there um four hours away did a camp my first one, never even been to Woodward as a camper, always wanted to go, but only went as a visiting pro during the off season. So I like never even got to like experience it in. And I got to a position where I was building a program. And I remember the first day I walked in and I was like, all right, like, Hey, so like, what do you need? And again, like first real job, like going to, and they're like, what's your program? Figure it out. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, so I sat down on this computer and I was like, Okay, like, what do I do? What, what what do I think it'd be? And then I just started jotting notes and putting things in. And uh, this was in um, like March, and then we had a spring camp in April, and that was my first camp, and it went so smooth. And I met some kids even at that camp that today I'm still involved with and mentor, and um, we can get down to that in a little bit. But yeah, like so from that moment um, in my walk, I just that that changed it and that's where the whole opportunity of everything i've done now within action sports and in woodward and the brand i've been with the brand now for 11 years um i've met a lot of great people through it i've grown my faith through getting to be involved with uh the sport um still get to ride get to skate do stuff daily we've raised my family through action sports now um brought people to Christ through action sports and uh and is it is you know Woodward's not a faith-based uh operation 
Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're all like-minded in action sports and doing that. So I honor my work, like, like what it talks about in the Bible, you know, and when you do your work, do it for the glory of God. And, yeah. and that's what I do when I go in to work there. And <clears throat> I'm the type of person that when I'm done working there, if there's daylight left, I'm still going to go for a mountain. And I can, I want to go for a mountain bike ride. I'd go, still go to the other skate park. And that's where we get to just keep, keep in the faith and talk to kids and, um, and encourage other adults in the seasons of the young adult season to, you know, from the, your teens to mid twenties, there's a lot going on in your, in your life and sports. And, and now with the amount of, uh, I think it's awesome that there's a, at least a couple, um, you know, solid Christian, uh, based ministries in, in each action sport that you can also refer someone to or come yeah. back to these podcasts on. And, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, I know I just took a, we took a big jump and put that briefly, but in that, you know, from, let's just say from me getting hired and from where I'm at now with a, with a beautiful wife, uh, a child who's four, another one on the way in three weeks. Nice. Um, you know, she's been, she's been in my walk, um, as well. She comes from a, an action background and, and very like-minded and, um, just like, it's a very similar family to mine. And, you know, we can just look back now and I could say in that span of being an athlete, everything I went through was, was planned obviously by the Lord and the, the things to go through in myself and my walk and truly coming to Christ in my early twenties and giving, giving all of me in my early twenties, um, really built the way for what it led out to where I'm at now and, and whatever the Lord has planned future which is i always find it interesting we always tell people there's nothing by chance right i mean it, it's it wasn't a coincidence that that day with your shirt off on top of the dirt jumps that you got offered a job like you'd prayed about it you know the the thought that went through your head while building the cabinet was not a thought from your own head i mean it's that's that's god putting something into you and you're like oh hey that's a great idea like what if i could yeah. do that and then being obedient yeah. to him and listening, and then he opens up the door, and here you are. It's awesome. Yeah, and in those moments, you know, there's going to be when 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 he opens up those opportunities for you. There's also going to be some those other, going back. Let's go back to the uh, the strip club dinner moment because you're going to have to make some tough decisions. So when I got accepted into the job and moved, I actually moved out of San Diego, um, and I actually gave up like you know, a lot moving out of there, um, separated with, uh, the, the girlfriend I was dating at the time, which now like they have a great family, but like we needed, we needed that as well. Cause we were not living the right way. Um, yeah. we weren't living together, but just not living like the right way. And I couldn't have entered that position in that time in life. Um, while still just falling short of the glory. At the yep. end of the day, which we all you do, know. like the listeners need to remember exactly. that too. We all fall short. Like there's not a there's not a pastor out there, there's not a person out there in this world that that is perfect. Jesus was the only perfect man to walk this earth, and we all fall short, and we all want to try to live more like Him. But when you do, you start to see the vision more clear. Yep. And you start to provide those opportunities and, and they're opportunities that he has already has planned for you. It's, it's you understanding it, being about it, acknowledging it, being in the word, having those friends, and then walking in those moments of life 
with you and Christ and together, you know, as a community and, and brothers and sisters. And um, so, yeah, so that was a big move in those moments. So one, when I was there, you know, that was my, uh, my time to be like, okay, here's the next chapter of my life and what can we do with it? And um, yeah, and I would never, I would tell you this, and I'm, I'm sure others would say, but you, I would never change anything that ever happened in the past because I've learned a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, and getting to be involved now in what we do and support ministries, like what you have going on in, in your story and like everyone else that's on this podcast. So like, it's awesome. Someone could come in here and listen to someone they know or something they're interested in, but then just listen to another one. Like, don't even look at the name, just like, listen to it. You're going to, you're going to see that there's a very common story of a moment or a season in life when something changed, when the light shined and, and like they came to rebirth. Yeah. And it may not be like, I could be talking to another mountain biker right now, but it may not be through mountain biking. It could be through someone else's story, but this is what we get to do as the army together. Yeah. I think I love that about, you know, I never in a million years thought I was ever going to do a podcast. Like I never saw this coming at all. Um, it, 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 there's just no way. And all of a sudden a couple things happen and boom, here we are. And I, I love where God's taken this because we're able to capture your story. And like you said, so many other people's stories and, and sometimes it might not be in your realm. It might not be the mountain bike thing. You might listen to a surfer or, you know, whatever it might be. Like it might just be one of the stories of some of the other people, you know, some of the pastors we've had on here, or just the, just human beings who have a story of, of triumphing and, and it can make a difference. And if uh, I love, I still probably my favorite thing of talking with you so far today is just that the opportunity to be bold and you, you were bold when you could have caved, like you could have gone the other way and the light shined through and you said, nope, this isn't right. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And you guys can take it or leave it. And I, I just hope the listeners, I mean, all the great things that you've said today, that one just stands out to me huge. And, and, and no, like after that moment, did you go live a perfect life? No, none of us do. But you took that moment. That was one step closer. And then your friend talking to you and saying, hey, is God first in your life or is mountain biking first? You know, that's one step closer. And, and that's all we can do, guys. We just take steps. We take steps to be better, to be more Christ-like. And we're never going to be perfect, but making that next right decision uh, can be huge in our lives, to, to look towards him, look towards the light, and, uh, you know, I, I just really appreciate being on today. I think we're, you know, good time frame right now towards the end of these, I always ask, um, if there's one thing that you can say to the listeners that you really want them to take home with them today, what do you want to say to the listeners? I mean, it's, it's, you know, being bold, um, and it's okay. It's okay to be bold, you know, don't worry about what friends you may lose. Cause I'll tell you, you're going to gain a ton more. Mm. Um, and when you feel that conviction on your heart, speak, speak up about it, be about it. Um, Cause that's one thing that I <clears throat> really am thankful for that. I did not push aside that day of that moment, because we all know when you start pushing things aside, it gets easier yep. to do as you move on. So being bold in the realm of your walk with Jesus. Um, but it, cause the word bold can go for so many things. And, and, um, I would say right now, like mine to the listeners is your, just your personal walk, your, 
your personal walk with Jesus and where you're at. Like if you're kind of there, you're interested, then that's time to be bold and seek out um, a friend that you may have or someone you may know that does go to church and just, just go with them. That's being bold. And then your story is going to keep moving on from there. Yep. That's awesome. Eh? So for the listeners, how can they follow you on you know, social media platforms and different things like that? How could they, uh, how could yeah. they get involved? Uh, yeah. So really just now it's just, uh, I keep it simple. I just have an Instagram. Um, and it's just, uh, it's X Jake Kenny X. And, uh, yeah, there's just, I post, uh, I post on there periodically times, uh, writing stuff, family stuff. Um, you know, more or less, uh, there are videos, old, old video parts, some stuff still out there on, on the internet, on YouTube for sure. So you could just type in the name, but, but at the end of the day, I also want to encourage, like, if you're going to research or look into me, um, whatever sport you're into, maybe just type in that sport plus Christian ministry and just see what's out there. Do yeah. some exploring on that. Um, I want to encourage uh, people to find that because that is a great place to, to keep in your walk in the realm of, uh, what you love doing it. And if you love doing it, you've been blessed with the talent to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're uh, so grateful to have you here today. It's been absolutely awesome. We want to remind our listeners, fastlifeministries.com. We are looking for some partners to help bless this ministry, whether it's 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks a month, like we would be huge. You can do that on the website just to keep this whole thing going for this action sports community and, and just the people out there that have a story to tell. Um, so today, Check us out there. Check out Jake. They can look up Woodward if you guys are interested in Woodward. Um, check out our Instagram, you know, Facebook, and uh, YouTube channels. And um, yeah, we just uh, we'll close in prayer today. We're so grateful to have you. So bow our heads and uh, all of our listeners out there. We're just uh, Father God. We're just so thankful to be here with you today and have this opportunity to speak with Jake. Uh, we just love what you've done in his life and, and helping him to be bold, Lord God, and continue to be bold in a, in a worldly realm, Lord. Just We pray that you'll anoint him and continue moving him forward and helping him reach other people, Lord. And we just pray that all the listeners out there can feel a little bit of this and be bold themselves. We encourage them to be bold and step up and not just be a fan, but be a follower of Jesus, Lord. May you bless each one of them and intrigue them and just be apparent in their life and abundant in their life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's been a blast, and I love chatting about this stuff. So it's yep. uh, exciting. Absolutely, brother. Can't, can't wait to catch up again soon, and uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk soon, brother. All right, take care. Love